0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas
2: Cowboys Football Club. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
0: World Headquarters
2: at the Star in Frisco.
0: Hand Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown.
2: And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker... Rob Phillips and Kyle Yeoman.
3: Go! Go! Dallas, Cowboys! It is a victory Monday here on Talking Cowboys from the star in Frisco, the Cowboys. Dethrone the Super Bowl champs, 22 to 10, the final score. As we welcome you in, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, to the fourth victory Monday of the 2022 campaign. Glad you're with us here on Talking Cowboys. Rob Phillips, Isaiah Standback, Patrick C. Walker. We've got Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us, and gentlemen, this one feels a little bit sweeter. Because everyone is sweeter. I mean, every time it goes, mm-hmm. you get one more, you continue to stack wins upon wins upon wins. It feels much better as you go along. However, this one feels good, Isaiah, because it's against the reigning Super Bowl champs and because your defense got the job done again.
4: Defense is the leaders on this team. These guys, we've talked about it in recent weeks. These guys are simply just seemingly unstoppable. It's, it's a lot to deal with when you have the personnel and you have the the wisdom that's, that's kind of the, the director behind everything, kind of, you know, controlling the Pinocchio strings back there. And he's just utilizing all his assets. It's, just, it's, it's hard for an offense to combat this, and I'm not sure how you combat this uh, when you have that amount of pressure it, you, you don't allow them to establish running games. You don't allow them to sit back and throw the ball. So it's like, what do you do offensively against this defense to get anything going? And as long as the Dallas Cowboys continue to play this type of defense, it doesn't matter how much their offense shows up or doesn't show up, you know, field goals seemingly will win you the ball game.
0: Go on. Listen, <laughs> uh, if this defense continues playing like this, uh, Congress is going to have to convene a special session mm. to investigate what's going on. I mean, at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day and in the middle of the day, this defense is absolutely terrorizing teams. And, and we said going into this game, obviously, we're still about one now. We're about one week now from, you know, the, the nickname votes. Right. But I said before I drop mine or before we drop ours, I wanted to see what they did against the Rams, and then I want to see what they do against the Eagles. Another big test coming against the Eagles. We'll get to that later this week. But to go into SoFi against the reigning of Super Bowl champs and hold them to only 10 points. Now, Cooper Cup, he had 125, but 75 of that came on, on one play. And it's funny because two, not two plays before he broke that run, I said to myself that, hey, they have a cap. On Cooper Cup, I was like, Hey, I, I might be jinxing it, so I'm not going to say it out loud. And if I had said it out loud, I would have thought I jinxed it. But well, I thank did, goodness I, you I didn't, didn't say it, say it out, loud, out loud, and it happened anyway, yeah. right? Um, but that's 70, that, that so was, it's all
3: your fault. That's basically what I'm gathering. That's what
0: that I was. heard, Kyle. Listen, yeah, that was if that's if that's the worst <laughs> thing that happened yesterday, and it turns out <laughs> that, that it was. was the worst thing that happened yesterday, <laughs> I will take that all day long. The defense played stout. Um, you had uh, the, the atwell, the deep pass to atwell, which couldn't have been Deep defended. I mean, Diggs was right there, perfect coverage. Stafford just dropped that him throw the was unreal. It was unreal. So those two things, notwithstanding, Cowboys kept Akers in the running game in check. For the most part, they kept uh, they kept Higby in check. Welcome back, J. Ron Curse, mm, right Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this defense, top to bottom. I mean, you even got Micah Parsons dealing with you know growing tightness, and he's like, put me back in, coach, so I can punctuate this game with a sack fumble. I mean, oh man. It, it's just a beautiful sight to see. Defense is the
1: they, they stir the bloody drink is mm. what Mike McCarthy's mm. I, I PG. That was sorry what, to our UK listeners. yeah out That's there. what that's what British Mike McCarthy would have said in the postgame <laughs> locker room. He's right. I mean uh you guys hit on everything. I mean I'm I'm stunned by like both the predictability of this Cowboys defense, Cowboys team and their unpredictability. They they are Nobody could have predicted four straight wins with Cooper Rush as the starting quarterback. I don't care how good the defense is playing. If you told me in May when the schedule came out that Cooper Rush was going to be the winning starting quarterback against both Super Bowl quarterbacks from last year, Mm. nobody would have bought it. And I'd love to know what the percentage was for ESPN Sports Analytics for percentage to win and stuff like that. That's this league. This league is so unpredictable. But what's predictable about this team is what the defense does every single week so far for five weeks. They have not allowed any of their opponents to reach 20 points. The first time that a Dallas defense has done that since 1972, and that's in a different era, by the way. I mean, that, that, you know, there was no Cooper Cup and Sean McVay-style offenses to defend back then. 72 was the last time five or less touchdowns in five games to start the season. So one touchdown a game. Offensive lines, they face some that have struggled, no doubt, They've been some favorable matchups, but I think this defense is for real. I think we all do. And if you don't, if you're not buying it yet, great news. Sunday night football. Mm. Best team in the league. They're playing based on record who has a great offensive line, by the way. So we'll find out real quick once again with the biggest test of the season to date, whether it's for real, and and I think it is. And
3: that's the thing about this matchup. And this whole week we're going to (laughs) preview it because I feel like a lot of people are already looking ahead. They put this one in the rearview mirror. Cool, you just beat the Super Bowl champs. Great. All right, fine. Well, we've got some tests on the horizon. It's your rival. It's a Sunday night football game. It's To this point in the season, find me a more high-profile game. Can't, there hasn't been. You there, for, everybody you and their can't. mama's no, going to be watching this game. No way yeah, that there's a moments. more high-profile game at this point in the year than the Cowboys and Eagles coming up on Sunday Night Football. But it is something to be said because, like you said, even if you would have told me that Dak Prescott would have gone 4-1 through the first five weeks of the season prior to the season starting, I don't know if I would have believed you. I really wouldn't because you had the Bengals. You had – the the rams you had the buccaneers you might have won two or three games through there for, maybe four possibly but not in the way that they have done it and the way that this defense continues to play you, i i think you outlined that really well the the predictable unpredictability because you you know the defense is going to show up but are they going to do it in the same way week to week no Dan Quinn switches things up, and he did it all day yesterday to keep LA off balance, and they got after Matthew Stafford because of it.
0: And and it it goes back to what we were saying last week, and and I I cannot see, and I know it's possible. Of course, it's possible. It's it's football. It's, the it's NFL. definitely possible. Of course, it's possible. This defense is going to have a bad day. Of course, it's possible. Right. Of course, it's possible. An, another offense is going to you know figure out a way to tee off on a particular mismatch. Of course, it's possible. But. Expecting it? No. I no longer expect that that's going to happen. I expect week in to week out that Dan Quinn and this defense, regardless of what adjustments need to be made, whomever is on the field is going to get the job done. And then the only question becomes, weekly, until Dak gets back and then we see prime Dak back, because we, we're not going to see prime Dak initially. might take a game or two. Mm-hmm. The question is, is the offense going to be able to avoid making the mistakes that cut the defense and the special teams off at the knees? And they continue to escape those mistakes, be it with the leprechaun on Cooper Rush's shoulder, (laughs) as Rob Phillips so eloquently put it, um, or whatever other means. The fact is, the defense is going to continue to win you games as long as you you don't even have to match serve. All you got to do is just don't mess it up if you're the offense. Just don't screw it up. 20 sacks through the first five games. First time since 1987, since a guy, you might have heard of him, Tom Landry was the coach <laughs> he was oh, pretty good boys. yeah so he was a good coach they and, were off to a start and
1: mickey pointed out to me on the plane on the ride home you might have to go further back than that just because 87 was the strike year which was kind of a different year obviously yep. a throwaway type year so it may go i to go back further than that but yeah i mean you can go down the list of the stats and you're like holy cow they're right there with san francisco and buffalo right now so far as the best defenses in the league i mean no no doubt about it You've got teams up there with one loss.
3: There are four teams with one loss or less in the NFC right now. It's the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Giants, who you've beaten already, which is really interesting, and then the Minnesota Vikings, who you'll see later in the year. On the other side, for the AFC, there's only one team, and that's the Buffalo Bills. So you're in the conversation right now, at least record-wise, as a top-five team in the NFL. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm not saying putting expectations on it just yet, but that's where you are factual. That's there. Are they showing that they could be that when they're fully healthy? Though, uh, did you were you convinced, especially offensively yesterday, that they can continue to grow and get better? Because I felt like the offense kind of took a step back last or last night. You, <clears throat> you put it in that context.
4: I mean, I think about the best teams in the league. I'm gonna throw Buffalo in there right off the back so because Buffalo's defense has proven. To you for the last few years, much like the Dallas Cowboys defense has, that they're real and they're to be—they're not to be played with. Okay, they're Leslie Frazier is doing an amazing job, obviously, mm-hmm. out there as a the defensive coordinator. He has a lot of really good defensive backs. They're stronger. I mean, they're just—they're strong. You know, they are they are they they are strong on defense. Offensively, they're lights out. Yeah, their their bad days better than Dallas's great day Best seemingly day. right now. Yeah, so. Yeah. That That's is a team that you put them in that category. Now, obviously, Dallas has knocked off last year's two defending Super Bowl appearing teams, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's any there's no argument that those teams don't look like anything resembling of what they look like. They're last both year. two and two. Yeah, yeah, two they're two and three now. They're not because looking they both good. lost this week. So I mean, it, the reality is, I mean, it is still. You can statement still stands true. You beat Cincinnati. You mm-hmm. beat the Rams. Awesome. The team that I would say that is showing up like you expect them to show up, and they're not even being that great right now. is Tampa. Tampa is still up and down right now, um, but that's Tampa the one true test that you, I guess you could say that you've had this year of a solid team that's showing, playing like, that's a, playing solid like a solid team, and they're still wavering. This is the big game coming up. You know, like this game last night, we, we were in the studio watching it. It's like, okay, yeah, you beat the Rams. Like, they're you know, like you expected the defense to do that. Their offensive of the line, you coming into it, you know, the Rams' offensive of line was pretty much close to compost as well. <laughs> and they showed, they showed it, right? I mean, they, they pretty much got disrespected yesterday. You pretty much put a cap on Cooper Cup, aside from the, the one time that Trayvon Diggs went back to last year, Trayvon, and started taking risk versus man coverage. He has to just do understand, hey, understand the coverage, understand where your help is to be able to take calculated risk. But for the most part, they shut him down. It's an offense, though. Like you mentioned, Kyle, this offense is not – putting out right now and yesterday they only got down to the red zone twice they were 0 for 2 in the red zone got down there twice didn't do anything relied on field goals they ran the ball effectively right obviously some a lot of that came from tony pollard I mean, just like we're saying hey cooper cup had a good game but most of it came off of one run well mm-hmm. dallas had a good running mm-hmm. game but most of it came from tony pollard on the one run as well so you have to look at it objectively and understand that this offense is struggling. And what I've been saying for the past few weeks is, hey, what happens when your defense just shows up like any other defense in the league? Because they're entitled to
3: that. And they have the game that Patrick's talking about.
4: And they have the game that Patrick's talking about. You're not even a bad game, right? Just just what if they just show up just and they a just play. Game. Just a normal, normal defensive game and your offense is putting out like this. And everybody's talking about, oh, you know, when Dak gets back, it's gonna be even crazier. We had a healthy Dak week one. And the offense didn't do much of nothing. So I understand the anticipation. I understand what everybody's hoping for. But the reality is consistently, whether it's Dak or whether it's, it's Cooper Rush, this offense has not clicked not one time
0: yet this year. I'll say this um, to, to one thing that you pointed out. You said, okay, well, yeah, they beat the Rams. Uh, I'm going to turn the dial the other way on this one. Because going into this game, we said definitively this was the biggest test for the Cowboys thus far, and Cooper Rush specifically. Now, I'll say this. As far as individual assessment, Cooper Rush didn't pass that test. He didn't fail it because the the leprechaun leprechaun was on the show. (laughs) He didn't fail the test, but he didn't pass the test either. You're talking about 102 yards, 10 for 16 passing, no interceptions, so he didn't fail. No fumbles, so he didn't fail. No touchdowns, so he didn't pass. So, (laughs) C, right? (laughs) Uh, No C. But (laughs) – the, what the offense did was they leaned on the running game and the 57-yard touchdown from Tony Pollard, that was a good chunk of that. So, like you said, if we're going to give it the cup mm-hmm. for that 75, we're going to give it to um, Pollard, Pollard for that for 57. 57. Yeah. But when you look at the 22 attempts from Ezekiel Elliott, another eight attempts from Tony Pollard, that's 30 rushing attempts mm-hmm. for nearly 170 yards against eight. Okay, the Rams offensive line was in shambles. Their defensive line was not in shambles, right? I love how they adapted and and stuck with it because initially they saw they couldn't match up against Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. Tyler Smith got beat badly on two separate occasions and he didn't fail that to, to me you you can't fail going against Aaron Donald you either pass or it's Aaron Donald right so but what the Cowboys did after that second sack you saw Donald didn't get another sack the remainder of the game no other defensive lineman for the Rams got a sack in that game the only mm-hmm. other sack came from Jalen Ramsey mm-hmm. on you know Tony Pollard missed that assignment in the backfield but the offense did exactly enough to not fail my point being, we can't say it was the biggest test thus far going in, and then they they win as a team, and then we say, oh well, you know, they did beat the Rams. Okay, well, yeah, it was it's well, the Rams. Well, we said well, I know going back to at least my
4: comments in particular, we said it's going to be the biggest test in terms of dominant players, individual dominant players, not holistically as a holistic defense, but they have one goon at the first level. One goon at the second level and one goon at the third level, mm-hmm. right? That's at least what I when and I was talking about Donald, Donald Wagner, Wagner and no, Ramsey, right? And all pick. those and yeah, and all those guys pretty much had good games. I'm not I don't yeah. think we can see here. And say I eight. think
3: Wagner probably had the lesser game. He was chill. Of the he didn't three. have splash
4: plays, right? Yeah. I mean, he, I he don't know he how many his tackles one he had. Splash play. Yeah, he that dropped his been. one splash play. He had an opportunity, yeah. but I think when we talk about it like that, like that's what we're talking about it in that regard. When you think about the Dallas offense, if you take away Armstrong's. Uh, you know, strip sack and then D, D- Laws, you Shots know, D- fumble, D- fumble recovery for a touchdown. Dallas scored one touchdown, two field goals, yeah. right? Dorrance basically right?
1: spotted them ten points. Yeah, right off the bat. So I'm like, like this, offense, this offense, this yeah. offense was not successful to that point.
4: Let's Should've not fool ourselves to think that they were successful. No, we're not they were saying they were successful. successful. We're no. saying they didn't fail. And that's not going I'm to said. be enough. No. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like we've been leaning on that. They're not failing. They're not failing last the week before and this past uh, week two interceptions got called back. That was about to be failed. Mm-hmm. That was going to be a fail. Right? Luckily it didn't happen this time why? Cuz they said, "Oh no. We we saw what the interior pressure did to Coop yeah. last last week. Mm. We're going to take the ball out of his hands. We're going to throw the ball 16 times a day and we're going to run it 30."
0: You, yeah, You know I, what they say about luck. Sometimes it's better to be a yeah, like good. Leprechauns.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I'm the one that's been – I've kind of graded this offense on a curve with, with Cooper Rush. I've just constantly reminded myself. Fair. This guy's barely played in the NFL. Managed the game. And that's one thing he did do well. He did not turn the ball over. And it's just enough. It's just enough. Now, I'm, I'm anticipating – that's why it's important for Dak to come back when Dak is ready. Because when Dak is ready and 100% – I do think this is a much better offense, week one notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be able to get more than three guys the ball. <laughs> I mean, only C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Noah Brown had a catch in this game. No tight ends, no running backs. Dalton Schultz banged up clearly in this game. He came back, but but that knee is bothering him. Um, his mobility, I just think they're going to be a better offense with Dak Prescott. But he's going to have to get up to speed, and I don't think you want to rush him back into that situation. So I've been grading on a curve, but – um, there's no doubt they've got to get more production when they play a team like the Philadelphia Eagles offensively. Well
0: to answer your and to answer your question, Kyle, the I don't think the offense as a whole took a step back in this game. Um I think the passing attack took a step back in this game. If you, you want to talk about it, a drop well, from Lamb, a drop from Gallup. Gallup did make yeah. up for it oh, with a fantastic. Yeah, 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 play. yeah that, but that oh that first one from Gallup yeah, it he could still brutal. be going at this C- point. C D yeah. also uh right. dropped one a in lamb, that, a drop from really nice it, throw from, from Rush. So the passing attack took a step back from week four the rushing attack took a step forward from week four and guess what the scale balanced itself out and the Cowboys got a win
3: we've been on this show saying it before Isaiah you've been a big proponent of it of run the football run it consistently stick through it all the way through no matter what the game looks like run the football because it sets up play action it opens up your offense it gives you so many more options helps defense. it <laughs> helps your defense yeah it certainly did in this one But why does it feel like they are taking that step back offensively, at least in a week like this, whenever they did run the football and they stuck with it and they were able to continue that through four quarters? When when you're watching the film, there's a lot of pass attempts early in the game. They threw it around a little bit in the first and second quarter, and then they got into the third and they said, no, 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 no. Run
4: it. it. keep away. Over and over and it over was, and over. It yeah. was keep away. It was beautiful. That's what it was. It was it was keep 99. away ball, and that's okay. <laughs> a successful ball when you're playing against a team that can't get things going offensively. And that's I mean that's complimentary football, right? You control what you can control offensively. Yeah. You run the freaking ball. You get an early lead. You get a gift. Okay, you get a gift. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. You got a few gifts. Absolutely. You got the the strip the strip sure, sack, okay. and, and, the and then you got the block block punt. Yeah, so sure. at that point in time, you're like, shoot, let's not mess this thing up. Mm-hmm. Let's let's run it. Just run the ball. And that's, that's what they did. They just played keep away. But that keep away mentality should be the mentality every week for these guys in terms of being dedicated to the run. 30 times in the game obviously was good enough yesterday, but that should be the case all the time when you have that two-headed monster back there. Now, obviously, they're still figuring out the offensive line and all those things, blaze blaze blaze, but that is a winning strategy for the Dallas Cowboys, and I think as you're trying to get these guys more confidence up front, I think as you're trying to get Cooper Rush some, some protection, as you're trying to keep the defense nice and fresh with their one, two, three defensive lines that they're coming with, it doesn't really matter. All those things play compliments to successful ball but, I, but I, I'm but going to keep saying it. I know people call me a hater. You call me whatever you want. It's not enough. And it's, it's, it's really not enough. Teams are still figuring out who the heck they are. Teams are still making the adjustments based upon their personnel from this year. You talk about really good teams from last year. They seemingly suck right now. They're not going to suck the whole year. Mm -hmm. They're not going to suck the whole. The Cincinnati's aren't going to suck the whole year. The Rams aren't going to suck the whole year. You know these teams aren't going to suck the whole year. So somebody now Dallas has the second easiest schedule in the league this year, which is awesome in terms of strength of schedule. So you take advantage of that and you knock these teams out. But there are going to be the Philadelphia Eagles that pop up on your schedule. It's like okay, we're going to need to
1: score more than 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 one touchdown. There's a couple teams (laughs) like that on the schedule. Yeah, and I said it like right off the top. I mean they they have gotten some matchups. On the front line, where the, it's been nice. Like guys that are offensive lines that are young or offensive lines that are banged up yep. or offensive lines that just aren't very good. That's why I think Sunday's a great test. But I, I still think, I, I mean, I think they're for real. One thing I'll say about the offense that, that does impress me every time they need something from Cooper Rush in this offense, they seem to get it. I you count. know, Ram, Rams, yeah, Rams take a 10 9 lead. They answer. Rush with a completion, and then Pollard's touchdown. My favorite drive, to Isaiah's point, it was a boring drive. Fourth quarter, five minutes to go, nine plays, 35 yards, run, 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 run. Kick the field goal. I don't yeah. care about. There was a debate on Twitter in the press box about that. Go up twenty-two ten. Give me the points. Go up twelve yeah. points with five minutes left. Choke this game away, and that's what they did. Well, and they forced that that
3: field goal initially. It's like, oh my gosh, it doesn't put you up by more than two scores. But if you don't kick the field goal, a touchdown and a field goal wins it. Whereas if you kick the field goal, you need two touchdowns to win it. Right. So
4: you take, I mean, you if take the, the, if the Mayweather the approach. Take yeah. the
3: Mayweather approach. Slow, methodical, boring
4: to watch, walk them down.
1: but it's effective. Walk them down. <laughs> Isaiah's right, and we talked about this after, I think, the Washington game. You're looking at it from a player's perspective who's going in the film room today and saying, this is not going to cut it in January because we expect to be there and we've got to be better than that. I I totally get that. I just think for this particular, what they're dealing with right now, offensively, take it. I, I take, it, <laughs> take it, take it, and I, I think the best is yet to come with the $40 million man coming back if he's right and – and that's why I think if you're a fan, you should be excited. Notwithstanding, it has to improve.
0: And it, it, exactly. And Isaiah is correct. And I'll just expand on. on. Okay, we don't have to always just say he's correct. We can just <laughs> oh, say have, but like, he is. It is keeping <laughs> us grounded here. I mean, it's right. Because he, he's correct in that the teams you're seeing now, as far as the struggles with Cincinnati and Los Angeles, you're not going uh, probably likely not going to see them later in the season. They'll get it figured out. Um, Contrarily, the Eagles aren't going to be undefeated mm-hmm. going into the back end of the season. They're going to lose several games, right? And it could start as They're early, in early week as six, yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> ask the Giants, right? Um, but what I would say is the same applies – the same that applies for those other teams applies to the Cowboys as well. We're talking about a team that it does have a backup quarterback. They just lost Jason Peters really before they could even – you know, unleash him. Tyler Smith is a rookie. He's playing very well, had some growing pains against Aaron Donald. Hell, there are you know, multi-time pro bowlers that have growing pains look against Steve Donald. F-
3: to that point, real quickly, look at the first pass play of the entire game. That's all I'm gonna say. Just yeah. look at the first pass yeah. attempt for Cooper Rush and watch Zach Martin go up against Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll and, and that'll change you your mind on how Tyler Smith plays. There you yesterday.
0: go. My point being the Cowboys aren't whole. They're getting more so on defense, and the defense is still dominant even though they're not completely whole, but they're getting there. The offense is wildly not whole, especially when you're talking about the gaping position of QB1. Dak's not there yet. So the Cowboys are figuring things out as well. They're figuring out their identity as well, and they won't truly know their identity until Dak comes back and they get that rolling. But I do find it interesting that from a science standpoint, the Cowboys finished yesterday's game with exactly 30 uh, carries between Pollard and Zeke. Not two weeks ago, McCarthy said he wants to see 30 carries. Yeah. He said 30 touches. Yeah, man. science. So there you go. There you go. He's in Kellen's <laughs> ear, and Kellen is listening.
3: Yeah, he is. Uh, Let's take a break. When we come back, it should Cooper Rush be the starter for the rest of the season? No, I'm just kidding. That's not what we're talking about next. I'm messing with I, you. I want to talk about the offensive line moving forward. I just wanted to get Isaiah is no. Second, uh, That's what we're going to talk about. Offensive line, Tyler Smith. But Connor McGovern may have had his best game as a pro yesterday. Yeah. I'll tell you why when we come back with more Talking Cowboys.
5: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future.
6: Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee
5: club today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM, member FDSE.
3: To Talkin' Cowboys. Now, this is your type of read here, Isaiah stand mm. back. Mark your calendar, my friend. Mark it. For the Fall Sip and Stroll in the Star District, coming up on Wednesday, October 12th, 6 through 9 p.m., you can enjoy sips from a, over a dozen participating restaurants and shops while enjoying some live music, some exclusive promotions, a limited edition tasting glass, and a whole lot more. Get your tickets. $15 is all it takes. Yeah, $15 Pump at thestardistrict.com. Oh. Pump double spice Pumpkin spice. going can be a pumpkin spice. That's day totally for you. pumpkin spice. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll go. I've never had a pumpkin spice drink. Well, Kyle good. A... lives for it. Nor have I. A... It's actually really good. I'm totally basic in that, that regard. Sounds like more <laughs> Give of a, a Barry
1: Church thing. Yep. Oh, Barry likes it too? Barry, Barry loves it Barry he likes wine and stuff. Yeah. He's like, he has bougie a wine. Berry, yeah, man. I think he has
3: a wine. Uh, not anymore. He got out anymore. of that. He got yeah. out of it? Yeah. Mm yeah. hmm. He said, dairy. I sold that thing fast and got yeah. out of there. Uh, but, yeah, he had a shirt like the wine like company. That. <laughs> uh, really, uh, that's actually a cool event. I may, I may actually, when is that, October 12th? That's like two days from now. I'm yeah. totally going to go. You know what I forgot to bring in here today? The hot chip
4: challenge. I was going to surprise you guys with it today. Oh, you were trying to set us up. Why would you do that? We need to save
1: that for a day that you can. About, but, uh, that sounds like a Friday. That, that sounds day? like a bye oh, week. 100%, oh, yeah. a Friday, a Friday or a chest Friday. Week. Yeah, i watch eat, you guys. You got to take a
4: bite of the chip and then say it with your chest. Do yeah. it <laughs> 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 right before we walk into the haunted house. Right before we walk into the haunted house. I got
3: Second segment here of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Connor McGovern yesterday, and and going back to the point that I was making with with Aaron Donald, Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald's going to get his fill. He certainly did yesterday. Two sacks, uh, technically a forced fumble, but Cooper Rush landed on it immediately. Nate Newton, everybody didn't hear this. Nate Newton yesterday
4: said he is the greatest defensive lineman to ever play the
3: game. And he said he would say it on air, too, so it's on the record. For for Nate Newton, best defensive lineman he's, he's ever. seen. That's
0: a fun conversation. He's in the conversation. Yeah, I'd I say he's in the conversation. But I there are names that pop that pop up in my head, be it Cowboys or not, that you could make a conversation. And that that's why it's so
4: it's so uh, impactful coming from Nate because he's played against. Right. Some of the greatest
1: dudes ever touched. Yeah, yeah with. I mean LT comes to mind, but lieutenant do you count him as just a linebacker? He's not Probably. necessarily in that conversation. Yeah. I we, think pass rusher, you know. But we, we brought up Randy White. He's a yeah, all that stuff. So, anyways, I didn't want to distract. No, him. that's but yeah, Randy White. Uh, he always talks about um, Reggie White. Reg, Reggie White and uh, no, he did say another name yesterday. Randall. Yes. Yeah, Randall. Another another Eagles rusher that I'm blanking on that he just always. He said there was another gentleman that I guess passed away or something like that. Mm -hmm. He said had he kept playing, he would have been
4: Keith.
3: Keith Russell, maybe is that his name? I can't remember. I don't want to. It'll
0: be it'd be a great conversation to have. I tell you that much.
3: But to that point,
0: Connor McGovern did a heck of a job. He really
3: did. And the first play, the first passing play of the ball game, Zach Martin went one on one mano a mano against Aaron Donald, and he got blown up. Walked backwards. Now. Martin kept his footing like a seven time Pro Bowler would, but he was in the lap of Cooper Rush by the time that throw was made and it was thrown into the dirt and it was an incomplete pass. Then you, you had a couple of separate plays throughout that drive where Donald was head up on Martin, head up on Martin, and then he scoots over and he goes to Tyler Smith. Uh oh. Oh, and he had his target set on the rookie, didn't he? <laughs> First play, sack, boom, he got ate, in there. He ate Chris he ate, Brown style. Absolutely, give me that. So Tyler Smith had <laughs> his he, took his <laughs> lumps, but he responded. Connor McGovern didn't even have a lump. He came in there and he balled out Nobody yesterday. Lumps. Give him the credit where credit is due. I thought he was
1: fantastic. He was. I, by the way, I was thinking of Jerome Brown. Dr- uh, of that's problem. a good He's one. The late Jerome, yeah. Jerome Brown, who's a great player, for, played against Nate a long time. Yeah, he he did a great job, and I. I in the pregame show, I was talking to you guys about Aaron Donald, I, I didn't mention he's an edge rusher, too. You can just play him anywhere, mm-hmm. and, and they, they found Tyler Smith and, and and went at him a little bit with 99. But, yeah, Connor McGovern, stronger player than he was when he came in the league. Definitely. I mean, I think – and he had a little bit of help, but there were times one-on-one where he was holding his own in there, and that's a step forward for this offense because – I don't know how long Jason Peters is going to be out. We haven't really gotten an update on that, but it could be more than one game, depending on the severity of that rib injury he's
0: got. Yeah, I mean, it it was huge for McGovern. I mean, you're two games back from a high ankle sprain, didn't necessarily look great in your week, your last game back, um, last week against the Commanders, and your, your return. And, and now you're asked to go against Aaron Donald and you're not going to have the, the security blanket of Jason Peters, which was, you know, one of the matchups we were interested in seeing before the Peters news came out. We said, hey, OK, let's see Peters versus Donald, et cetera, et cetera. And Peters gets hurt. Chest injury last week. Might miss multiple games. We, we should know more here this week, if not today. Um, so Conor McGovern, it's all on you going against the all world talent, arguably the best NFL defender of all time. I and mean, what do you do? You hold your own. You hold your own. Yeah. so fantastic job by Connor McGovern, fantastic, 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 and Tyler Beadish. And I said this, I said this to Nick last night as well uh, as we were boarding uh, to head out from from LA. Tyler Beadish had a, a really good game as well. If you go back and you look at the game, you look at the film, that he was the one that really sprung Tony Pollard on that play. Tyler Beadish, he went sealed one guy to his left. And then as soon as he felt Pollard uh, get right past, right past him, he went and sealed the second guy. That created a huge lane for Pollard, and then the rest was just on Tony yep. to get it done, and Tony got it done. So kudos to not only McGovern, but let's let's give roses to Tyler Beatish as well. He had a, a solid game if were, not a good game. Uh, I'm I'm not as quick to go to Tyler Biotis. There <laughs> were a couple
3: times where he was yeah. on yeah. up and yeah. it was Corsair. in the wrong <laughs> spot. Yeah, not so fast, yeah. my friend. Uh, <laughs> no, I I I thought Connor McGovern consistently won his battles. Either, the, either that or is a stalemate, and he, that's a win for me, and honestly, mm-hmm. and if you're talking about the offensive line. Biotish didn't consistently win his battles. He won one, then he lost one, then he lost one, and then he won one. And then he goes back and forth, and it's just not consistent. I'm not sold on Tyler Biadish long term. Yeah. I'm going to put that yeah, out yeah. there. Morning, that, that, morning, all I'm saying, traffic, you're,
4: you're, you're not wrong. I won. You what? I lost. You're,
0: just, <laughs> you're not wrong. All I'm saying, though, is that Pollard, touchdown run doesn't happen if Biatish doesn't uh, it doesn't happen either if
3: McGovern leg. seals the edge and then you get up to the second oh, yeah, level absolutely. and then Tony Pollard also breaks But he ran four behind Biatis acceptable <laughs> it yeah. was acceptable it was acceptable fair yeah. now Tony so. Pollard though specifically continues to make these big time runs and i mean i know there was a discrepancy in terms of the carries and i'm not actually calling for equal carries because i think it's one without the other sort of deal. I mean, they both kind of marriage each other. But, Pat, when you look at Tony Pollard, his elusiveness and his explosiveness is a weapon. And you've seen that throughout the season. How does that continue to grow without necessarily putting Ezekiel Elliott in a box? Because I don't think you have to in order to have
0: Tony Pollard featured. Well, listen, first, kudos to Pollard for having a flu game his flu game <laughs> yesterday. And it was funny. I asked him about it in the locker room. I said, hey, was this your flu game? Ear-to-ear grin. He was like, somewhat, somewhat. Um, for those that may not have known, he battled illness. He missed practice on Friday. Yeah. Uh, and he said that robbed him of a little bit of his energy levels. Uh, he got fatigued a lot quicker. Um, but to be able to battle back and still just deliver the explosive play that the Cowboys uh, require and expect of him uh, on the on, you know, in enemy territory was fantastic. Now, obviously, he struggled against the commanders. Uh, that's not what you want to see from Tony Pollard. Uh, but this version of Tony Pollard is the one that the Cowboys have become, a, become accustomed to. This is the one that complements Ezekiel Elliott in fantastic fashion. This yeah. is the one that's the lightning to Ezekiel Elliott's thunder. So, to your point, Kyle, I don't think it's about, oh, well, let's give Pollard proportionately, you know, more touches. in in comparison to Ezekiel Elliott. It's, hey, just give him more touches and kind of take what the defense is giving you. We saw not two weeks ago, uh, Pollard have a 100 yard game and Ezekiel Elliott was still very much involved in that game, but it was Pollard's day. There's gonna be, coming up here soon, there's gonna be a day where it's Ezekiel Elliott's day. It might be Philadelphia, because guess who has fantastic games in Philadelphia? Ezekiel Elliott. So to me, as long as it's constantly working in tandem, I don't really care whose day it is because ultimately the dub is all that matters.
4: Does, does Do people feel as if Zeke did not have a good day? Is that the conversation? I, I would hope not. So, I, would, like, yeah. I think it's, there's play out there. It's splash play. Well, well, yeah, I think well, it's, that's that. That's, if it's well, flashy, well, that. If it's not flashing, it didn't people happen. people are looking at this the wrong way. Yeah. The reason why oh, you facts. have this one-two punch that's facts. is because Freaky Zeke is the battering ram. If this facts. is a SWAT team. He's the first dude up to the door. Boom, 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 right? Bust the door down. And then he gets out the way and then what?
1: Then your boys go in
4: there, right? They got the shields kick up and they and they run it up in wave there, bam, bam, bam. Okay, <laughs> you can't get in the door.
1: That's right unless you got the battering ram. That's right there with the Legos analogy. <laughs> you just <for> that's <laughs> you, great. Right?
4: You're not sending the second yeah. wave in there first.
1: Yeah. yeah, you need the first wave to go yeah. in there. You know,
4: and, and Nate said it again yesterday. You know, he's a meat tenderizer. That's what his game has transformed into. You can't expect players to keep their same. I mean, Zeke has, was never just the most explosive guy in his career. I mean, he had explosive plays, but you can't just you were, he
1: was never going to run away from people. So. Six, 16 he did. And that's why people As keep going back to 16 yeah. and hurtling guys and, and How th- old was he? 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like
4: your game your game Adjust right, Rob. Yeah, for And you've sure. seen
1: how many players come through here, and
4: your game has to adjust. There's things that players do early in their careers that they can't continue. They can't withstand that. They can't continue keep putting that out. Your body starts getting older. You start taking on more more hits. You start wearing down. And guess what? You don't have the juice that you once had. You don't have the strength that you once mm-hmm. had. So guess what? So you start making other aspects of your game that much more heightened. You think about a Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis ran. it came in the league running around, busting everybody in their head. Ed Reed came in there ripping and running, coming to the line. Of Scrimmage running out of there, and then, then guess what? Film study—that's my advantage now. I don't—I lost the step, so now I'm—I'm gonna I'm elevate my mind more, so I don't have to play as fast, right? I could make better, more, more strategic moves. That's where Zeke's at in his career right now. You can't have those same expectations, thinking that Zeke's gonna do Pollard things. They're a great tandem. Understand
1: what they, how they work together, and appreciate. It. And some, and Zeke averaged three point five yards of carry. I want to go back and see some of that is defined short yardage situations, too, that he's picking up. Um, It's the contract. People are mad about the contract and all that. They don't look at the little things he does. And Michael Gelkin from the Morning News, longest plays so far from the Cowboys this year are Tony Pollard. 45-yard catch, 46-yard run, 57-yard run. He's the home run threat. Zeke does, and people – if you don't like Zeke, you don't want to hear about the little stuff. He does some of the little things, too. If if you want to quibble with Tony Pollard and maybe why he doesn't get on the field as much as maybe you want him to, look at the sack by Jalen Ramsey exactly. where he crushed yeah. Cooper Rush. And there was looked like a miscommunication where Tony blocked inside, didn't see him coming off the edge. That kind of thing. That's why Zeke is a third down back still in this yeah. league, even though if you don't like the lack of the explosive plays compared to TP. It's would, a combination. Would, it's a combination to...
0: of, of two things. And number one, I think you're hard-pressed to find any player in NFL history, or more than five, I'd say, that have, <laughs> throughout their the totality of their career, never had to adjust because film didn't matter. Troy Palomar was one guy. He, he got older. He was like, I don't care what film you Troy study, was different. You just can't stop me. Um, but it's also the fact that because Pollard is here, the Cowboys aren't asking Ezekiel Elliott to be that, that and three. So if they get it from Zeke, they're like, oh, great, fantastic. This is wonderful. But they're like, we have the other guy who's tasked with doing that. So left hand plus right hand equals a full a but full why, compliment. But,
4: why is it, but I guess it goes back to your, your statement about the contract. Like, do people not understand what he does in the passing game? No, they like, don't. don't. Like, to answer your question. They don't care. To answer your question, man, put Pollard the out there no. for, for
1: a whole game and see how no, well your no, passing they don't. game goes. totally agree. They don't. But, yeah. but it's not. It's not. Feed me twenty sixteen Zeke hurdling guys and know. all that. That's jumping out of the salvation army kettle. Like that's I get it. That's what people compare it all to. I he is it. still a valuable and Carlis and of and, offense. And,
0: you know, kudos to Ezekiel Elliott and and his his level of football maturity and understanding that he's a third down, back, a three down back, and he can be a three down back, but he's no longer the bell cow in the system that also features Tony Pollard. He has absolutely embraced the tandem, and yet you have some fans that are simply like, "Oh, well, we need to get him out of here, and and Pollard needs to be the feature back." For as much as Pollard delivers, you know, the home run ball, et cetera, et cetera. The the dirty work that Zeke does. Yeah. If you, turn I'm, I promise if, if you, if you really if watch, if you ask Pollard to do the dirty work yeah. every, for three downs no. every single week, no. every single year, you you're going to be disappointed. Z- but Zeke, if you keep this tandem, then you're, you're going to be pleased.
1: Zeke yeah. is, see, Zeke is still a guy who can turn a one yard run into three four, like yeah, four. The bully. He's, he's, There's still no wasted motion for him. He does little things on tape that you're like. Damn, he's moving the yeah. pile. He's still a he's still a beast in there. Bottom line, so we're, we got we're two... in the
4: playoffs right now, right? For yeah. baseball,
1: okay, baseball playoffs. Go brief.
0: Tony
4: Pollard is a designated hitter. Okay, that's he's a designated hitter. Uh, that's fair. I ask you to do you one do thing. One thing. I, I ask you to do one job. Nobody has a problem with designated hitters until they do what? Until they don't hit. That, my my, my <laughs> right? problem. Right? With... So Tony Pollard comes to the game. you the expectation is we need a splash play out of you. That's it.
0: Here, that is his only job. Here's my overarching problem with. Fans that want one or the other. Learn how to enjoy two good things at the same time. You don't have to choose. Yeah. So, for example, J. Ron Curse was coming back. The conversation was, oh, well, if Curse is coming back, what are we so- going to do with Dono? Et cetera, et cetera. It's always this or that, but it doesn't have to be at certain positions. People want team until you actually have to right. the certain Tony Pollard is really good <laughs> at what Tony Pollard does, Ezekiel Elliott is really good at what Ezekiel Elliott does. Put those two together and they form like Voltron. Mm -hmm. Where Where do you fall on this? You've been awfully quiet. I've, honestly,
3: that was the best segment I think I've ever had as a host because I just kind of lofted it up and you guys took it and <laughs> ran with it. I didn't need to say anything. Z- honestly, I turned into a door. fan there. I love listening to that back and forth because it is a debate and I think it, it, it kind of falls in the middle of where you guys are saying it has to be a tandem back and forth. You can certainly have more of one or more of the other, but it's better when it works like it did exactly. yesterday. Really, I think really if dumb. you could draw it up and you could ask everybody on the other side of the building <laughs> right now what their ideal running game would look like it would be week five of the NFL season against the LA Rams that was their ideal running game and they got to win because it helped your defense and it helped you beat the reigning Super Bowl champs all right when we come back we'll have the quickest helmet sticker segment you've ever seen (laughs) here on Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company
6: Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today.
2: Lil' Sweet!
6: Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home.
2: Dr. Pepper's on its way.
6: So sweet! Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest
2: your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves
6: a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys?
3: Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback. Patrick Nosey-Walker, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Is this going to be a train wreck, Isaiah? Let's go, man. Is this going to be a train wreck? <laughs> I can already see the look on your face from how we're going to end up making this happen. I feel like it's just going to fall. Let's go. This has to be flat. the fastest one ever. Let's go. Fastest one ever. Helmet stickers. We do it every time the Cowboys get a win. We get this helmet. It's a full-size Dallas Cowboys helmet, and we decorate it with all these smelly stickers The scratch and sniff. It's like a gold star, but a helmet sticker. And then, Yeah, it's the Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. But we, it's talking Cowboys version and, of course, with the Dallas Cowboys. Who wants to start? You haven't started yet. I started last week. Did you Did you start last I did not start last week. Well, Isaiah start this started this week.
5: How about guys. that? Get in, right. there, Get in there, Isaiah. All right. All right. right. Let's
3: go. Um, Get us derailed
4: early. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> give us time to recover.
4: I'm going to go right here. Okay? You guys see this uh, peach? All right, I don't know if you can see it on there. Uh, you really can't see it. Anyways, uh, I'm going with the peach um, that kind of looks like some cheeks. Uh <laughs> Connor McGovern kept Cooper Rush from being on his hiney. Handled Aaron Donald and party very handily. I'm going to give you the peachy cheeky (laughs) for keeping him off his cheekies.
3: All right. I'm glad we Uh, we talked that through uh, in the break because Rob goes, Oh, who you got, Kyle? (laughs) Connor McGovern. (laughs) Oh, and then Isaiah just took him. (laughs) Stealing
1: him. All right. Yeah, this defense was not cheeks mm. on Sunday. I'm going to go donut just because, I don't know, I'm hungry. I didn't eat on the plane last night. You I'm gonna the
4: donuts yesterday.
1: Dorrance Armstrong. Yes. Can't ask for more. Yes. No C wrote about him last night. Defensive lineman who is not only a starter on this defense but is a key special teams guy. That is rare in the NFL. Like I said, he spotted him 10 points. Signed him to, what, a two-year, $14 million deal in the offseason? And uh, – that looks like one of the best moves that they've made in a while.
0: Mm. All right. For me, I'm going with the mango. And this is going to be real simple for me. Uh, it's going to Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons gets the mango because he only has two gears, stop and go. Mm. So, man, go. I like it. Man, go. That's <laughs> what um, you did
1: there. <laughs> Kyle, you're just going to just take us into the ditch here with something yeah to, probably. To wrap it up
3: I wanted to grab this plum right here but it's not a sticker I, I fell for it again we felt we did this a couple weeks ago where it was like it's not actually a Why sticker are we gonna select on there?
1: A plum where's this going
3: um I don't know um I'm gonna grab this lime. This is a line. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Just looking. To go. Just waiting for something to happen here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Tony Pollard because he squeezed out a fantastic run there, and that oh! was how they got it done. Got that 57 yarder, the touchdown. Thank Tony Pollard. Thank not pausing
0: in the middle of that sentence. Gonna
3: get the lime. Got it done. Cowboys get it done, twenty-two to ten. We have a lot of fun here on Talking Cowboys. Do. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> you
4: <did> that yeah.
3: <laughs> Thank you for not pausing. Everybody at home is probably like, "Why are these idiots always laughing whenever the segment comes up?" We're and trying it's to throw of, you off, man, it's because of one day <sighs> and. Isaiah's, Isaiah's dirty mind. mind. <laughs> dirty mind. <laughs> and we've gotten to this point where it's irreversible. But we do have our helmet stickers. The Cowboys get the win. They are now 4-1. and one, And my goodness, it sets up a really fun matchup this yes. week with the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to be here all week to break it down for you on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. We'll be back tomorrow. We're taking your calls. 888-855-2297. Go ahead and give us a call uh, tomorrow morning. We'll be here at 915 Central Time live in local. And then we'll take you all the way into that that Sunday night football matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Standback, Patrick nosey Walker. We'll see you tomorrow with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production
2: of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
6: about this, Cowboys? Yeah!